This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. Hello, DC Movie News fans. We are back with a very special episode today, because that is right, I have just taken over the studio, like jacked it, I I didn't invite Adam, didn't invite Johnny, didn't invite Mike, didn't invite any of them, told them we were canceling the show, and I'm doing a TV time episode, did somebody just say Roxy Stryer's TV time? (laughs) Yep. Did that just happen? Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh TV time. So good. I want yeah. this to be my ringtone. Thank you. Yeah, all the time. It's really good. It's really want. good. That's Shout really out good. to my friend Matt for making it. Um, okay, so guys, I am here with some very special panelists. Hey. And I have brought in the TV experts from our sister network, After Buzz TV. And they're each talking about a different show that is coming out in the fall, a DC show. So we're really, really excited for this. And I can't wait for this episode today, starting with my friend, Blake V. What are you talking about and where can the people find you? Yes, I am here today. Talking about iZombie. I've been on the last season's panel here at AfterBuzz TV, and I'm super excited for the season two coming up. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. Awesome. Thank you, Blake. And going across the table to Michael Drew. Hey, I'm Michael Drew. Uh, I'm going to be talking about The Flash. This is my first time on their panel, season two, and I am excited. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew. Michael E A L. That's it. Very cool. <laughs> Steve Kaufman. You guys can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N, and I'm here to talk about Gotham. Mm. Yo, Tigo, mm. over on the couch. Hi, everybody. I'm here to talk about Arrow, mostly because Constantine's going to be on Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on the Arrow panel last year, the year before. I don't know. I'm excited. Um, you can find me online at Yell TV. That's Y-A-E-L.TV. Also on Twitter at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And Alexis Torres. Hey, I'm going to be talking about Supergirl because she's just my lady, even though I'm not wearing this awesome outfit that mm-hmm. Yale is putting. And you can find me all over the social webs and where all Alexis Torres's are sold at a Torres 890 <laughs> You know, that's my favorite thing that you do. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, where all Alexis Torres's are sold. It's great. It's pretty great. And But like, I like, kind of want to steal it, yeah. but everyone 
even would know where I got it from. <laughs> like, I couldn't even pretend. I give you permission. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. So, just so you guys know, if you don't watch a show and you want to skip ahead to talking about the next show, which I don't advise, but if you are watching this later and you decide to do that, we are spending about 10 minutes on each show. We're going Arrow, then Flash, then iZombie, then Gotham, then Supergirl, uh, and, and that's how we're talking about this. So, to kick things off, I'm going to have Yell start talking about Arrow. Okay, guys, Arrow. Oh my god, this is, <laughs> I have so much info to tell you. What an intro, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> I narrowed it down. Okay, so first off, the first episode is called Green Arrow. That's right, last season we ended with um, Oliver and Felicity riding off literally yeah. into the sunset, <sighs> but they are coming back, um, and Arrow's gone, but now we have Green Arrow. Yeah, that's that's right. Green <laughs> Arrow. Yes. Is there a doubt in your mind that he would come back? Like, did you oh. think he was going to stay in the sunset for a little bit? If no. the show's over. No. <laughs> I, I actually, I said I was so mean. I said at the end of last season, I would be totally okay with that. If that's how they wrapped up the show, that- they, they wrapped it up real nice. And I was like, oh, like, I'd be okay if the show ended here. Not that I want to, just to be clear. Yeah. But, uh-huh. like, I would be okay with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he's coming more. back, and he's coming back. I've been waiting for Green Arrow. Because we started with The Hood, which turned into Arrow. And I'm like, Is, are we never going to get Green Arrow? And this season, we're getting Green Arrow. The first episode. So Green why Arrow. should we be excited for Green Arrow, then? What, why have you been waiting for it so much? For Green Arrow. I've been waiting for Green Arrow because that's, that's what I was promised to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're finally, season four you know, giving us what we've been waiting for. We also have a whole bunch of new characters this season. Um, let me read you some of them. So Damien Dark is coming, which is really exciting because Damien Dark played by Neil um, McDonough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. And they were teasing that all last season yeah. and it was like torture because I just wanted to see him and then we thought that we saw him and then it was somebody else. So I'm so, so excited. I love this actor too. And we've been, I know on the after show we talk about a lot, Diggle needs some protection and he's getting a costume. Yes, yes I'm so and happy. rumors will finally get to be told that he is the Guardian. Finally. That's a rumor. Um, I can't confirm if that's happening. And I saw this amazing photo of the new um, Arrow headquarters and it did seem a lot like a Justice League headquarters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also rumors that Coast City will be mentioned. Oh, cool. Very yeah, cool. There's just so okay. much. There's so much. And I have answers on the Constantine situation because uh, Stephen Amell had tweeted about how much he wants Constantine on the show and they're bringing him. And I think the idea is, so he's going to be in episode five called Haunted. Um, so he's only confirmed for one episode. One episode. Mm-hmm. And the theory going around the web is that he's coming in for the resurrection of Sarah, which leads us into Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. right. So I think this is how they're going to be connecting it so that we can pick up that show next season. But are you worried about losing any of our characters to Legends? Like, if it is about Flash or it's about Arrow, are you worried that we're going to get rid of them or do you think they're just kind of going to bounce around from network to network? I mean, from show to show. 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 The truth Same is, network. I love the way that CW has seamlessly given us three shows to watch that are telling us three separate stories. It's like when you watch an episode of Arrow, you have the main story and then you have the like subplot. Mm-hmm. We have three <laughs> different shows giving us main stories and subplots that all work together. Oh, they all interact. Yeah, yeah. and as a TV fan, mm-hmm. I could not want more than that. 
Right. I agree. Something I want to bring up, though, because we have to, and you talked about the riding into sunset, and the chat's kind of going a little crazy on it right now. (laughs) Did I anger them? You didn't anger them. The the chat, much like a lot of folks on the internet, don't like Felicity for some reason. Well, I have have scoop. That's the sentiment. I love her. You guys can give me hate all you want. I love Mm -hmm. her. I have scoop for the people who don't like Felicity. Oh, here we go. Is it that she's going to die? Because people have been saying that, and it's freaking me out. I thought. Um, We have Alicia, I'm sorry if I'm saying her name wrong, Rotaru uh, will be playing a new love interest for Oliver, Mm. but in flashback sequences. Hmm. We're getting a new flashback lover? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what he's kind of But that's that's the format of the show. We're going to have flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Okay, here's my thing. Yeah. I love Felicity for so long. I thought she was such a badass woman. Mm -hmm. She took care of herself, and she was, like, very independent lady. Yeah. And then this last season, I just have to admit that they they butchered her character for me. They took took a lot of what made her so good in two seasons and went, no, we were just kidding. She's just the, she's the object of someone's affection now. Exactly. In the trailer for the new season, we see a new character um, played by Echo Kellum, um, who will be playing Curtis Holt, which may or may not turn out to be Mr. Terrific. And in the um, trailer, you see a sequence where he turns to her and goes, wow, uh, when did you become so badass? And she, I think, responds like, I always have been this badass. Yeah, I know. Something along those lines. That's Felicity. Okay, so what would this season have to do to make Felicity the Felicity that we knew and loved? What would they have to do? Um, Her separator from Oliver. Yeah, that's the mm. first thing that they need to do. That, and that's, that's why everyone keeps saying they want Elicity done. Okay. Because that's where we get them both how we want them. Well, that's why we liked her when she first got into... I mean, we all we all knew that we loved their chemistry, but at the same time, she was always a better person when she wasn't around Oliver. Me yeah. personally. So. And you would want him to be back with Laurel? Or are we thinking that there's just no woman that can no, be right for Oliver? Well, no woman can be right for Oliver if Oliver's still going to go around marauding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, okay. is, which is why I thought the way we ended the season... That's a fair point. <laughs> which, which is why I thought when they ended the season where he left the city with Felicity, I was like, yeah, if that were the end of his right. like career as the Arrow and as a masked vigilante... Good for him. He <laughs> deserves that. All right. But the show needed to keep happening. I I think what will not to predict as we do so much on Afterlife. <laughs> my prediction. We do that. Yeah. Um, is that they're going to realize they need to come back to Star City. That's right. It's now Star City. Yeah. Um, mm. Finally. And um, I think she's going to be the strong, smart Felicity that we've always had, and she's going to put him in his place and say, you need to start doing your green arrow duties. You and I can't continue together. I'm going to go back to being the smart, badass woman that I am and help you out, but we can't keep doing this. And they're going to move on and be okay because she's going to find real love. And then Destiny's Child, like, independent woman, (laughs) is going to play. Yeah, obviously. And then she's going to do a little dance and, like, a snap. Yeah, Yeah. I can see it. Right? No, honestly, that's what I need. I need her to be a kick-ass. It's not that I don't think they can end up together because I still have a place for them in my heart because I did love them at some point. But I just need them to focus on not the love interest between them and just Mm -hmm. being independent characters that rock. Yeah. Uh, So what else? Anything else going on in Arrow? Um, In Arrowland? Um, uh, um, so much going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start. We she, have, I can yell at the She has so many pages. So <laughs> many pages. Oh my god. Okay. Do you so, want me to hold no. some of them? Okay. <laughs> no. Ryan Robbins um, from Falling Skies is coming to play a character named 
Conklin. Hmm. We have um, J.R. Byrne from Teen Wolf, who's playing Double Down, which is a uh, Flash villain. Yeah. Um, Baron Blitzkrieg is coming. Do we think that um, they're doing Flash films so that they can try to do more crossover episodes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes We're going to have great crossovers this mm. season. Okay. Because um, they love doing it, and they do it so well. Yeah, Glenn Winter is awesome. Because yeah. they have... Because they have, like, the big crossover episode where Arrow comes. Right. Or, or where Flash yeah. comes. But then they have the other crossover episodes where it's just, like, the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just, like, smaller yeah. characters from one show goes to another show. Like, I love how intricate intricate that is. There was discussion about um, Cisco coming to Star City because we have a new Green Arrow outfit mm-hmm. and we have Diggle's costume, which, obviously, Cisco has to make. Mm. Um, we also have True Blood's Rutina Wesley um in an undisclosed character. Oh, we're getting a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. of course, Jerry Ryan as Jessica um, Danforth, which is maybe not a villain, but a political um, situation, a mayoral candidate who is deeply committed to her city and willing to risk her life to stand up for these people. But there seems to be a connection with her and um, Damian Dark. So let me ask you as the yes. final thing, what are you most excited about going into this next season of Arrow? That's like choosing I, I, yeah, my yeah, yeah, I know. Like, that's kind of rough. Yeah, it's a little um, bit of Sophie's choice here. Yeah. I'm just excited for it to be back. Okay. All right. That's what I want. The, the long summer. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for it to be back, too, but I think that they really are spoiling us a little bit in the best way because we've already gotten one spinoff, and that spinoff is awesome, and obviously I'm talking about The Flash, so Michael Drew, yes. talk to us a little bit about The Flash. Yes, okay, well, I'm just going to start with my excitement just to see what if I can just piggyback off of Yale's. <laughs> um, there's just so much going on this with Flash, like there's going to be Earth 2, alternate dimensions, alternate realities, and it's just, it screams DC. So, season one ended off with the huge black hole over Central City and the Flash running up there to, and to save it, to save the day. Yeah, and everybody was like, what the F is going to happen next? Like, how are they going to pick up for where this for season two? Yeah, so I think the way they're going to do is they're going to start off with six months have passed, mm-hmm. and he's a hailed hero. They're loving him. It's, it's very similar to the comic books where, like, that's Flash's connection to Central City is, like... The they love him more than probably any city loves their hero. They have statues of him, and it starts <laughs> off that way. So they're, excited! <laughs> they're, they're cheering for him. They're loving him, and but and Barry will still be struggling with the decision to to not save his mom. And Iris still likes him. Um, well, Iris knows he likes her because he finds out that he can actually run fast enough to go back in time. Which we find now he's going to realize if that is worth it or not, and all of those things. Yes. And on top of that, he say, he ends up closing the black hole. Now, when he closes the black hole, it opens a wormhole. And that is where you will get the introduction of all these brand spanking new characters. That is what has me, like, the most exciting. The first character coming in will be Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick is coming to Central City. Yeah. And he's kind of going to be, like, I guess the opposite of what of what a Wells was. And that he's actually a good mentor. Yeah, well, we, we've got a bunch of flashes. We're going to have three of them, aren't yes. we? Yes. We're going to have Wally Ooh, West, and then we're going to have Jesse Quick is coming. Well, okay. Jessica, Jessica Chambers will also be Jesse. She's also known as Jesse Quick. Mm. So uh, here's the thing. Are we filling up the flash with too many? Like, should the show start being called The Flashes? <laughs> how, how are we going to handle this? Because we have so many of them in this one universe. Are we going into uh, what are we going to do? We well, had a similar situation on Arrow, yeah, right? That's what I was Where ask we you. have we have Speedy and we had mm-hmm. the, we had um, Arsenal and mm-hmm. you know Arrow and uh, and the Black, Black Archer, right? Yeah. We had, we had too much, but 
it works out because I feel as though not only are teams central, I guess, um, in our DC world, but also like it always sifts through and we're like, nah, we don't really need that one. Nah, we don't need that one either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like with DC, I feel like the fact that everyone is just big. I mean, Justice League is such a huge part of everyone's lives who were in DC. I feel like it doesn't matter how many superheroes you throw into an episode or a series or a season. We're still going to love it either way because that's what Justice League was all about or even just DC in general. The team-ups are what we crave for. And I feel like that's what made me a fan of it. It's just mm-hmm. I love the teamwork. So yeah. I wouldn't care either way. I agree, but I, I do think that Barry Allen is our base, so mm-hmm. I want to make sure that nobody there's no conflict because if you can't have multiple the fastest man on earth. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. But I'm mo- I'm most interested in the fact that the I I trust the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Like they've earned my trust throughout the and I just only seen seen the first season of Flash. I didn't jump on with Arrow and become a Flash guy and they've completely earned my trust I feel like they can, they have a, a feel for the characters and the way to introduce the characters but still spin it off their own way yeah. so I'm I'm not too stressed out about it even though the Wally West thing that one kind of irks me because Wally West was my Flash and mm-hmm. you know he's supposed to be really younger than Barry I love Allen. how people sit, call it that my Flash <laughs> he is that? he's my Flash well, also yeah. so I'm with best. you yeah, but that's the beautiful thing about DC is that like Every gen, they have a good thing. Uh, they do a good thing of having generations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everyone has their version of something. And like the last twenty years, Wally West yeah, he was just phenomenal. You know, he's like kind of like in the Dick Grayson vein, and that he was introduced as a kid, and then he grows up, he becomes the Flash, and then he yeah. gets the mantle, and he goes through so much. And here he's pretty much the same age as Barry. So it irks you because you don't know if they're doing justice to the character, or it irks you because you think he deserves his own show, or uh, I mean, it just irks me on some comic book geek. Um, continuity. <laughs> That's just. I mean, I, I, I've accepted Love the it. fact that it's just it's a television show, and it's a hey, maybe it's just a different reality, that, which is which is what DC is known for: yeah. multiple realities, which you're going to see with this season. Okay. So I'm cool with it, and I like the actor that's playing him, even though you know he's changed, he's completely changed. I'm cool with it. I mean, I I like Wally West. Okay. So I'm as long as I get Wally West, I'm interested in seeing what happens. All right. What else we got going on in Flashland now? This is the character I'm most excited for. So Jay Garrick comes to let them know about it, their, the upcoming big bad, like the real super bad coming. Zoom. Zoom is pretty much reverse flash on steroids. Yep. And the way they described it is Zoom. What? really feel. No, like I have nightmares of that person. Like, like, it's not a Zoom, thing. Zoom so to excited. flash <laughs> is what Venom is to Spidey, and I, and they're going Ooh, the yeah. whole, and they're doing the whole thing in that like his costume is going to be organic. And they have they haven't even cho- chosen who chosen sorry who the actor will be behind the mask mm-hmm. because that's going to be the mystery throughout the whole season. But the voice actor is going to be Candyman, Tony Todd. What Candyman? <laughs> no way. Is going to be the voice actor. Yeah. For Zoom, and that is that. Awesome. He, that's Freddy <laughs> Krueger. No one has scared me more in my entire life than Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. And then also just something before I forget, you yeah. mentioned costumes. I know that Barry, he's turning his flashings gone white. So yes. what do we think about that? That. Comic book nerd. Yeah. True to the comic. I, I, I have, the I have air, a yeah. question for Michael. Um, yeah. So you don't watch Arrow. I don't watch Arrow. Do you feel, because I've heard from a few people that they just stick to the one, do you feel that when there are the big crossovers, which do involve both teams and, and moving locations, do you feel like you're ever missing something? No, I, that's, I think they did such a good job of, be, of creating a show that was spun off from something else, but you didn't have to watch Arrow to jump onto it, Yeah, which is why it's so good. And, you know, I want to watch Arrow. As someone who so. only watches Arrow and doesn't watch Flash, I can second that. 
But I think that it might be a little intimidating to start watching these shows. Like, <laughs> like I could bring it over to Blake here for a second. Like, you know that Legend of Tomorrow is coming out. It's not coming until 2016, so, you know, you could have a little time to catch up if you wanted <laughs> I could, to. I could. But, but, Netflix. but it's like, do you yeah. want to start one of these CW shows? They have all three of these shows. Are you willing to start something without putting in the legwork of watching bunch of seasons of these two other shows. It's, to me, it would be intimidating. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think, like, as as sort of a newcomer or a first-time watcher for anybody just trying to delve into all of this material, I do feel like it's a lot to grasp and a lot to, like, figure out and understand. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, the material's there, and it's amazing and entertaining and awesome, and, and you, you certainly want to invest your time in figuring it out, but still, it's a little daunting to kind of, like, follow all the storylines and characters and see what's developing. Right, you're going to stick with Vertigo for now, because it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I also that. think I would not be able to jump in now because I watched Arrow and then when Flash came I went I did the Tuesday Wednesday thing and now you know in 2016 when we get Legends tomorrow that's going to be three shows and you have to watch them in the right order and I know that if I hadn't started from the beginning at this point I'd be like yeah, this, I'm not, yeah. Too much. I'm not yeah. doing it that's so yeah. funny because that's literally the same issue combo readers have a comic books yeah, yeah. That, like it gets too it gets too far ahead you're like I mean, everything's connected where do I start where but do I jump yeah. on yeah. It's, it's literally the same I mean, thing it's so funny that's why I had to stop at one point because I, I actually was starting to like mesh comics together and I was like okay wait that didn't happen at that Man, point in time so I was like I had to pick one the struggle yeah. that's yeah. the struggle but also Stanley has very famously <laughs> said Stanley has very famously said in many interviews that he needs to treat every comic book like it's someone's first comic book yes and all of these shows and comic books do a very good job that if you just picked it up one week and then followed it from that one week you would not be completely lost. We're yeah. constantly fighting on DC Movie News about this because I am newer to comic books. And every time we do a movie, Adam, who's been reading them his whole life, is like, <laughs> he's like, we don't need to do an origin story. I know the origin story. And I'm like, that is so great for you. I see the middle ground that if it's... I think it, it depends on which character. It depends if it's a well-known character in a movie we've seen already, like, like Spider-Man. Spider-Man but, but, is another good example. But I would of argue like, that because I know people who don't know anything about Batman or anything about really? Superman. Yeah, no, it's true. But I they mean, not everybody. Involved. But they well, want to get yeah. involved. So I mean, mm-hmm. they're are obviously they seven. What hell? No, it's it's just a thing. Like I know people culturally who don't know a, like a lot about them. They know that oh, Superman, he can you know lift a building, you know, but why? And like they don't know the actual story of it. Like I I know I'm people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, easy to follow, though. They no, like, yeah. It's yeah. confusing in this room. I know, I know. But let's get back to some more Flash stuff that's going on. Okay, uh, so what I said, I said, the last thing I said was Zoom. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Zoom's coming. So he's going to be the big bad. And on top of that, you're also going to get Adam Smasher. I think Adam Smasher will be the first villain for episode one, which is crazy because in the comic books, he's a hero. So it yeah, might, that might, confused. yeah, like, that might what? change. That might switch up. Yeah, but so that's what they're doing with Caitlin Snow and yes. with the, you know they mm-hmm. yes. she's yes. supposed to be in with vibes, so it's it's difficult to yes. tell who's good, who's bad based on their names or whatever. So. Yeah. So the so all this alternate universe stuff that's where a lot of these characters are going to come in, which is mm-hmm. which is why there's so much story to tell because now what Eddie Thawne died at the end of season one, he killed himself to kill Ebard, mm-hmm. Ebard Thawne, who was a uh, Wells. Right. But now and since he did that. He pretty much started an alternate timeline. Right. So now, since there's an alternate timeline, you're going to get the real Wells is going to come back. And now there's a possibility that Ebert Thawne and Eddie Thawne will still come back, but from a different timeline. 
Like there's just so, and it's kind of it's crazy. There's just so much that can actually happen. Yeah, lifetime travel. I know we have to move on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> but people on the chat are really excited about Edge, also. So I yes. wanted to say that Edge will be Adam. He'll be Adam Smith. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's what they're they're all saying Edge, 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 yes. Edge. So they're very excited about what you're talking yeah, about. He's like a good actor too. Every time I've seen him, he's like really got accomplished himself as a be- as a good actor now. And the one thing I want to say about Caitlyn is I'm most excited for her because I used to also read a Firestorm way back in the day. And she's like her character, Killer Frost, is a psychopath and like a like a she's kind of like his uh, poison ivy, I guess, mm-hmm. who's a scorned lover who like hates men. And uh, and it's and it's crazy to see if Caitlyn will become that or if there's going to be an alternate version of her from another universe coming, which will then be Killer Frost. Yeah, because I can't see Caitlyn going pure psychopath. Especially not if she's going to be with Firestorm yeah. and all And he's a Firestorm it. villain, so I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. I agree. So what is the one thing you are the most excited about going into the second season of The Flash? I think across the board, we all love the first season. So now the second season... I, I really want to see The Flashes run together. I want to see Jay Garrick, Wally West, and... Uh, Barry and, Allen, yeah. And Barry Allen run. Just run. Because that's, that's the one... That's a very um, nostalgical thing with The uh, Flash. There's always that... That drawing of them I'll all running. I'll cry. Running. I'll hysterically <laughs> cry. <laughs> I, I'm an emotional girl. I'll lose it. That's okay. Really well, thank you for talking to us about Flash. No problem. We have uh, uh, just, since we talked about Arrow and the Flash. Um, the Stegman said, uh, by the way, guys, Arrow season three and Flash season one goes on sale for DVD on Tuesday. Oh, very cool. That's so, if cool. you guys are listening on iTunes and, and you're like, who did they just talk about? And what's going on? We're on YouTube Live every week, and, and we're yeah. talking to you guys on Popcorn Talk Network. So, if you guys want to join. Uh, you can join us. We usually go live Thursdays at two forty-five Pacific time. That's not what time it is now, though. But, <laughs> but well, usually, no, we you know, if you're listening to us post dated, that's yeah. exactly what time it is now. Yeah, always on it, always <laughs> on top of it. It's three o'clock. Um, yeah. And as I mentioned, that I do want to say that I didn't jack the studio for that long. We're actually going to do an episode of DC Movie News on Sunday to give you your movie fix, where <laughs> no. where I guess Mike and Adam will come back. Johnny will still be gone because he's like being funny. So. But you know, I figured I would take this time to talk about TV, which I'm so excited about. And another show that I love that I want to hear from you about, Blake. I know you're on the iZombie panel and you love this show. So talk to me about what's going on for season two. Yes. Okay. First of all, I love the energy in this room because I don't feel alone. <laughs> I like, have been waiting on the edge of my seat for season two this whole entire summer and just been like dying for information. And everyone else is so excited about their shows that I'm like in such good company. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, when do we get to me? When yeah. are we going to talk yeah. to you? <laughs> like ready to go. Um, so the first thing that I kind of want to mention, iZombie is a new show. It just got finished with its uh, first season. And, you know... As a viewer, personally, I am a huge horror genre fan. Mm. I love, um, like, anything zombie apocalypse or, like, Halloween or just, like, anything like that. I'm in. So, I love that this was sort of, like, a brand new, like, reinvention and blending of, like, zombie kind of macabre stuff with, like, the new generation and, like, technology and iZombie, you know? I feel like yeah. it's, like, the perfect sort of um, gateway to, uh. like, new fans. Did you know? know a lot about zombies going into this? Because this was a conversation I had to I had to call my roommate and be like, "Can you talk to me about zombies a bit?" Like, <laughs> fill me in. You know, I know a lot about vampires at this point, but yeah. I didn't read Vertigo series, so I didn't know about this. Is yeah. this something you were well aware of? Yes. 
a lot about zombies, well aware of the zombie topic. In fact, a lot of things that iZombie introduced during the first season was like contradictory or not really uh, like to the books of like your standard zombie, you know, 101. And did that Michael Drew piss you off because you're nerdy? <laughs> you're not to the book. Yes, how dare you? No. <laughs> No, but um, that was sort of part of the the great uh, discovery of it all in the first season is how iZombie is reimagining the whole entire zombie world and like what it can be to to new viewers and and really even old you know older viewers original fans alike you know it's like a whole new it's like a whole new world that's super exciting that's exactly why I jumped into iZombie was I don't like horror and zombie and scary things so I had no interest and people were like no no. It's funny. Yeah. Mm. And so I started watching it. And then the fact that they're like, oh, I thought that zombies were like this. But no, it seems that zombies are like that. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) this is a whole different world of zombies. And I, I... I like these zombies. Yes. I, really I mean, do. it's wonderful. They really are breaking down the walls of like what your traditional idea of, mm-hmm. of zombieism could be. Which is perfect because zombies historically were at, at like very early parts of literature. They were just like, I think they were the walking dead that a voodoo master would control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't until George Romero wanted to make a alien invasion movie, but didn't have the budget to make an alien invasion movie. That he, he redefined to the zombie. He yes. redefined what zombies were. You can't have oh. a spaceship, you know. You got to just put some makeup on. <laughs> the makeup is really <laughs> cheap. You do what you got to do. Yeah. But how effective was that? Yes. I mean, historically, like just emotionally, visually, horror wise. Like, I mean, George Romero. You, there's no, there's no comparison. Yeah, you yeah. Amazing, mm. you know? Okay, so for season two, yeah. though, what do we got? Okay, so we have so much. Um, our last season finale ended us with just like the worst cliffhanger in the history of life. It was literally the most stressful episode I've ever seen ever of anything. Jeez. I think um, I'm a crier. I yeah. Have, I, have oh, yeah. I mean, it was all of it. Like truly the whole entire season brought us, you know, to many places, but the finale just threw everything at us and then made us wait mm-hmm. until this new season too. So where we left off was, um, Major, who was Liv's uh, sort of previous love interest, and they've kind of had some back and forth. He um, was sort of trying to figure out this whole zombie thing, and if it's a reality or not. He straight up turned completely Rambo style and decided like he was going to take everything into his own hands and like find those zombies. Um, yeah. Not very CW too, like bloody yeah, gory. Yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. I loved it. It was amazing. Like the, his whole moment was just like a shining moment in the finale. It yeah. was fantastic. Um, we also saw that Peyton and Ravi were sort of having a love connection, and he was kind of left at the very end of things. Um, Meet Cute, where David Anders' character Blaine was sort of setting up shop and kind of giving, you know, business to the zombies, got completely blown up by Lieutenant Zuki uh, in this whole right. mess of... Lieutenant the, Zuki. Uh, All right. It's like, that is like yeah. name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's wonderful. They, they have great names in this oh, show, yeah. too. It's fantastic. Um, Ravi found a cure. Liv tried to administer this. Blaine is now human. But only um, one. Uh, it's it, like it's seriously crazy. Yeah. And then the the like the kicker of it all was that at the very end we find out that Liv's brother is in the hospital. Um, he'd been injured in this explosion at Meet Cute. He was trying to work there and get a job there. And they've asked Liv to donate blood to the cause because right. she's mm. the only because one what? who has the yes. like blood type or something. Yes. Right. Oh, okay. Like, what is a zombie to do? So, right? Do we do we, <laughs> do we know? Do we know what a zombie is to do? We don't know. Oh, we don't and know. And that is what we're waiting for in the season two opener, okay. which we're hoping to find out in the opener. But that's where we left off. So it was like the cliffhanger of the century. It was just like, oh, all these things. What's going to happen? Um, so 
we got a really good um, interview actually on TV line with the creator Rob Thomas and he unleashed a whole bunch of really awesome information Um, the first thing is very cool about uh, some casting some new people that we can look for in the new season Um, Robert Nepper who was previously of Prison Break and Heroes Mm. he has been cast as Blaine's dad which is fantastic I feel like I can already kind of see like the visual uh, yeah like I love when the stars align like that yeah it's like perfect so I'm super excited to see what his interaction with Blaine is going to be especially now that Blaine is human Um, also for all you Veronica Mars fans out there that's another huge thing with this show is that anybody who knows Rob Thomas is like huge fans of Veronica Veronica Mars so there's always that sort of connection with iZombie and we do have another Veronica Mars uh, actor who's going to show up Adam Rose is going to make a cameo in season 2 sometime in season 2 which is very exciting cool also Rob Thomas himself he is personally dying to have a lot of Veronica Mars cast members reintroduced into iZombie because it's part of his heart and soul um, and this is not confirmed in any way shape or form in fact he said it would sort of be sacrilege if he did this but he's really really hoping for um, the actor who played sorry just a moment um, the actor who no, that's played okay. there's a lot of people uh, coming I, there's like so many names to keep track of um, well, while Enrico Colantani oh who played Veronica Mars' Best father dad, in yeah. Veronica Mars. So we have a lot of questions about who Liv's dad is in the series. And and the person who was doing this interview was sort of saying, wouldn't it be amazing if he reappeared as the father? No confirmation, but that would be so exciting, right? Very cool. Yeah. I just want to do one thing in the chat right now. They're ah. saying that she said no as her last line and walked away. Um, I think that the point is, though, just because she said no doesn't mean that we know no is no. Right. Because no, no means no, Kobe. Um, <laughs> just throw that maybe, one in maybe there. Maybe she knows. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she knows that no means no. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah. just, just uh, shouting out to the chat. Sorry. Continue. Totally. Yeah, no worries. Um, oh, yeah. And, and Robert Never was also clocking on air on Flash. Thank you, Greg, for... Right. Remi- that, yeah, it's awesome. Perfect. See, it's like, it's like, like a DC family. family. I know, yeah. it's amazing. It's so amazing. Um, so another really cool thing is that um, I, I spoke today to um, Malcolm Goodman, Goodwin, who actually plays uh, Detective Clive Babineau on like, iZombie. Like you picked up your phone and you just chatted. I did. I was like, what up, Babs? <laughs> Babs is also what we call him on the after show. It's a little nickname. He likes it. We, uh, <laughs> we've started a thing. Babs. Um, yeah, no, I was sort of chatting with him through social media and got, you know, knew I was coming here today, so I wanted to bring the scoop to everyone. So, um, oh so my has- god, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> It's seriously cool. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> he gave a lot of good information. Okay. So first of all, um, one of the biggest questions that we had during season one was we wanted to know so much more of Babs and like his personal life outside of being the detective. Right. We didn't really get a, to know a lot of him on a personal level. So in season two, we're, we have so much in store. Like we're going to get to know a lot of him on a personal level. He yeah. even finds a lady friend. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Some love, some love in, in Babs' life. CW like, comes through. Yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> it's, it's getting exciting. Gotta dig Watching up. Yale's um, reaction is yeah. priceless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, keep going, keep going. I know, there's so much more. Um, one of his favorite moments of the entire season coming up is watching even more of Liv's transformations. So that's one of the things that we got to know with iZombie is that, of course, she she eats the brains of, of various, you know, victims, essentially, um, and sort of takes on bits of their personality. And this season, she is, like, killing it like no other. No pun intended. Hi-oh. <laughs> 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 there we go. Um, just truly, like, above and beyond from season one, Malcolm just really said he was just so taken and just impressed and enthralled by everything that, uh, that Rose McIver was doing. Um, Ditto. 
Yes. Yeah. She's fantastic. Him and me both. Yeah. She's amazing. So amazing. Also, another thing that might take us by surprise, he said, is Major's storyline. So, we already got to see that Major's, like, really not afraid of getting business done, like yeah. we've seen in season one. And so, um, we kind of were left wondering like what what is what is major's future in all of this like how invested is he really going to remain and you know his future with Liv apparently he has an extremely exciting uh storyline in season 2 and she just Malcolm just said it really is going to take everyone by surprise it's just amazing, amazing. okay i also heard just a few little yeah. things that i read yes please um i read that there may be a blaine everyone's been talking about blaine and live relationship yes um and i heard some teasing that that might end up going and and that the cure may not last at all. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Which is just, at all. At all. Like, yeah. I, mean, I was going to say it may not last very long, but like, if it doesn't last long, then it doesn't last. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a very, very good point. Yeah. Totally. That is an extremely good point, actually, because, yeah, you know, we sort of left on this last finale with the cure bringing hope to everything. Like, oh, okay, Blaine is human, and she tried to use a little bit on Major, and, right. you know, there's, you know, Ravi found this potential cure that may or may right. not change the entire scope of the show. So the fact that uh, it may not work at all is very probable. Like, I think that sort of makes sense, because if it did, where would we be? Oh, <laughs> when you have where hope, you're screwed. Yeah. I just... Prediction. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, Let's have it. If it's, a, if it's a temporary cure, Liv can get the cure, donate the blood to her brother, become zombie again. All right. Boom. I can see Ooh. it. Or Man. people in the chat think that the brother might just die. So that would be <laughs> what I'm to say. Well, he might just die. Okay, so I, I have to have you wrap up. But what is the thing you are most excited about um, for the second season? Okay, I know we just mentioned it and we spent the last moment talking about it. But The Cure. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's truly what I was hanging off of, you know, the with band? the finale. Is like, the what band. is going to happen with this? Yeah. And especially with uh, Blaine's character having sort of become human already. A lot of that is being written into the second season of how he's going to live as human until the cure may or may not wear off. So a lot of that is happening in the first uh, bit of the season and sort of him continuing to live life as a zombie even though he may be human. Yeah, I'm ridiculously excited for that too. What's going on, chat ladies in the corner? <laughs> oh, uh, Somebody the, the howling fan uh, Todd said, "Just hey, just arrived. Who's the new lady? And I was like, which one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, fair enough. There's a lot of new ladies here. <laughs> I have fear of missing out. I have major FOMO, so when I see people laughing in a corner, like I just gotta call it out. Okay, so we have now finished with the CW network. Uh, yeah. that, that's pretty much it except for Legends which is coming out in 2016 they're really making us wait for it um, and they are giving us pretty much nothing like kind of some teasers but uh, not too much we just know that there's a kick ass group of people going mm. on to it yeah. so all the CW shows are really really doing well Alexis what's up no because the people in the chat earlier before we actually even started the show were wondering how we felt about the costumes um, on how Legends? they were done. Yeah, for Legends. Mm. Yeah. I think that CW has nailed these costumes. I, I agree. Like, yeah. I really yeah. think that they have. Um, and also, people talk about CW's budget being pretty low sometimes. And if that's true, I don't even know if that's true. What? But if that it can't is, be true. But if it is, then I yeah. think that they're doing a lot with a little and yeah. that they're, they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Every time I see a new CW show, I, I go, oh, yeah, I'd cosplay that. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think about the costumes. I, lo- I love the nerdiness <laughs> going on. Okay, so I want to move over to Steve to talk a little bit about Gotham, which is the show that I got to tell you I am the most nervous to talk about. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little nervous, so I want to know what do you got um, for us. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. <laughs> this time last year, that nervousness would be a little more founded. I think they finally found their footing. Okay, all right. So hmm. I need you to now convince me. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> all of us. Yes, Sell please. Us. Um... I'm comparing this to a- anyone who's telling me they're not, they don't want to come back. I'm comparing this to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. First season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., little wonky. Second season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as we all know, to the moon. Yeah, and by the no, way, yeah. you're, you're allowed to watch Marvel shows. It's okay. We're it's okay. Okay, cool. I thought yeah, I was no, being... You're, you're, it's okay. <laughs> you're not you, you do you love how quiet it went when you mentioned that? I was just like, you don't watch this happen. <laughs> You've mentioned a lot of Marvel <laughs> Watch your mouth. Don't Marvel. worry about it. I have like X-Men nails. You're good to go. <laughs> I think we're, all, okay. we're all good okay. here. No, we actually get, if we ever bash Marvel in any way, shape, or form, we get a lot of hate on here. <laughs> yeah. So we all love Marvel. We love comics. We it's, love DC. Here we are talking about DC, it's so all good. you're allowed. Um, <laughs> initially, they were, uh, Gotham was renewed for season two a little bit ago, like January, mm-hmm. and it was initially supposed to be 16 episodes. It's been bumped to 22 episodes. So we're going to get a full 22 episode run of huh. Gotham. Mm, interesting. Okay. Yes. This is the selling. This is the selling. <laughs> this is. But that that's part of the news to say. And what it is is Penguin is kind of in charge of the city now. And as part of Rise of the Villains. As part of Rise of the Villains, yeah. there is also Jessica Lucas and James Frayne oh, are playing. Oh yeah, James Frayne. Tabitha Galavan and Theo Galavan, their brother and sister. As far as I'm aware, they're not a part of the DC canon. Good. But they're playing rich, aristocrat- aristocratic, bureaucratic folk so in Gotham. Is, it's like fish, though, where we're not nobody who's been involved before. I'm Correct. Not, okay, got and it. That's what I want more of. That's what I want more of on Gotham. Is I want more. Hey, let's have a let's have a sandbox and then create our own characters in that sandbox. Okay. Oh. So the other part of that is the Riddler is obviously confirmed. The Joker. They keep saying the Joker. I don't know in what incarnation we're going to see the Joker. Mr. Freeze, and then lesser confirmed, but I've heard their names, Clayface, Mad Hatter, no. Calendar Man, Hugo Strange. Okay, so here's my biggest question. <laughs> no, here's the thing, because I actually, I'm not a hater of Gotham. I watched every episode, and I didn't hate it. I just, it was lacking a few things for me. And my biggest problems were the fact that, number one, there were too many of our favorite villains, mm-hmm. and they put them on too soon. Yes. And number two, that I didn't know why Fish's character wasn't somebody who was a character in the DC universe. I wanted it to be somebody awesome. It could have been anybody. So those are the two things that bothered me, and now I feel like they're taking those two things and amplifying them so that there mm-hmm. are more villains and more characters that aren't involved in this world. So should I be worried about that? No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> because they <laughs> okay. final they finally have a chance to do what they've wanted to do. Which wh- is? Which is... Ma- <laughs> <laughs> I, let me be clear. I watch this show. I, I, again, watch every episode... I want to know what yeah. you think. Me too. I watch every episode, to. too. Yeah, same yeah, I'm, here. I'm same here. Wait, wait, hold on, guys. Wait, do what they want to do. Do what they is... want to do, which is make a cop show in Gotham City. There you go. Okay. I would be... I would shut up and take my money. Like, that would and be a thing. Also, yeah. let's be clear. They're not playing with the canon at all. No. Yeah. They're making their own show. Yeah. Yeah. So their Riddler and their Joker and their Mr. Freeze and their Mad Hatter aren't the DC's anything. And might not necessarily be considered the Joker. This Joker looks to be 
less than 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's in Arkham with Barbara Keene. With that one clip that they released. Yeah. Because they decided that was the clip that was going to sell us, which I had such a hard time with. I'm being honest. I'm... I'm with you on that. Okay, I'm on still the clip. I'm still sold on the show. Okay, that clip I that clip was not the not the clip that sold me. Yeah, which which makes me nervous because I want to make sure that like if they are looking at this season and they're thinking, all right, we're going to sell them, and this is the clip that's going to leak, then I can't trust those people that are doing that. But I still believe, <laughs> but I still believe that there could be a really good show here. Like I don't think we've gone too far. I think that they can turn this ship around. I don't even think they need to turn it around. Just like. Like turn it to the left a little bit, and, and that's what it looks like they're doing. There's also Michael Chiklis is playing a brand new character oh, yeah. okay. named yeah. Captain Nathan Bar- Nathaniel Barnes. Yeah, and you can't meaning- hit on that because Michael Chiklis is just amazing. Right? And yeah, it's Michael no, Chiklis playing a cop. Which yeah. means it's going to be great. great. That's, yeah. That's the first thing this I is happening. Of. And right. he's a captain who's just running roughshod through the whole place that's trying to make house. it less corrupt. Yes. Like, that's literally his wheelhouse. How are we handling the fact that the, at the end we actually have a bat cave, but there, it's, it's not It's the bat not going to be the bat cave. It's okay. his dad's secret lair. But it's not, it's not a not, bat cave. It's either. going to be the bat cave when he's older, yet. but it's not the bat cave. All right. See, that doesn't bother again, me. It's, that, that right there is cool. It's its own yeah, show. that's fine. I just, it's, again, I can't completely, like, trash the show because I, I will watch it every single time <laughs> yeah, it comes on. Me too. It just, it hurts because I, I agree with you that I feel like they're just rushing everything. Yes. And I'm like, give it some time. Let it bake. Let it <laughs> marinate. Although, just chill out. <laughs> my one prediction on all of this is that we have Theo we have Theo and Tabitha Gallivan who are fairly fairly new characters to this universe. I think and they're pretty much empowering all these villains for this entire season. We're going to get a slew of villains and it's not going to be it doesn't feel like it's going to be villain of the week as much as it's going to be a mob of villains that you have to take down okay. by the end of 22 weeks. I think those two are either League of League or the Court of Owls, which is what I felt the whole time. It should have always been that. I think it. I think it always was. They've just been slow burning to it. But I think he's in charge of the Court of Owls. And if it's not the Court of Owls, I think Theo Gallivan is Ra's al Ghul. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, Boom. I heard about that, and I was like, <laughs> whoa. Okay. I can. That so makes sense because this show. This show does what it wants. It yeah, makes sense because the show makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, well, it does. We've already had the same actors that are playing in Gotham that are in Arrow and Flash, so we can have our own... Yeah, there's there's no connection here. So it does. It does what it wants. I just want it to do something that I want. <laughs> it's a little well, selfish. I read an article today. I, I read a lot of articles about nerd, nerdy things um, that said that they they the CW shows are their own universe. Gotham's going to be its own universe. DC movies are their own universe, and they like it that way. And because yeah, did it no. mention Supergirl being its own universe too? I believe yes. Yes. so. Yeah. So it's just they they do it they on purpose. DC and Warner Brothers wants these things to be separate so that people can play around and be as creative as they yeah. want. Yeah, because I feel like it will get too muddy if we decide and to just really just cross like, over. Like we everything. don't know what year it is in Gotham. They but, go out of their way to make Gotham this timeless place where the computer monitors are this big and they have flip phones. and they have flip phones yeah. and it's just and it's not a matter of convenience. They seem to be pretty steadfast in like this is a timeless place. Where we could use GPS technology, but we probably don't. And then we get to have them go out and do just gritty police work. Okay. Yeah. So what are we most excited about then for going into the second season? And, and the end of your pitch here is like, you got to tune into the second season. <laughs> you got to tune into the second season. Because I think by the end of the second season, 
Gordon is going to become Commissioner Gordon. Oh. Yeah. That's my second prediction. I only allowed myself I, two wow. predictions here. No, I think it's awesome. And that's I, a that's big job. Part of my, that's my favorite part of the show. I yeah. think that he yeah. does an amazing yeah. job. Ben McKenzie is so good on that show. He's so it's good. crazy. Yeah. He is so good. So I didn't watch the OC, so I'm like, who is this guy? Uh, <laughs> he's very talented. And honestly, if they focus a little bit more on him and we stick with him, I think that we can we can be doing good things. Can so. I ask, do you care about Bruce? Like, at all? Yeah, as, like, a human? <laughs> no, as a character. No, yeah. Watching the show as a fan, do you go, yeah, I, we could ignore this Bruce story? We could. Okay. I, I kind of like it. We could. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm with cool having with it, but it could not be there. I'm so much more interested in Alfred and Selena, yep. and I yep. don't care about Bruce. So, uh, Selena is an interesting character in herself, but we have yep. to move on. We, we got it. Also, Dr. <laughs> Leslie Tompkins is evil. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just yes. hashtag <laughs> evil no. Dr. He's like, I'm only going to make two predictions, and by the way, here's my third one. <laughs> no, no, that's a fact. I, I love it, though. No, I love it. Okay, no. we are moving on to our, our a different world okay. over here, uh, a show that's going to be on CBS for its first season. So we can't talk about what happened because it's brand new. Alexis, yes. talk to us about Supergirl. So Supergirl. I am... Nobody understands how Supergirl is just a giant part of my life. I watched the 1984 movie when I was like like real real little and it stuck with me mm. forever. So when I heard or I'm sorry, when it leaked in like <laughs> in like May of this year, the trailer, I was just kind of like yes. But at the same time, I did have hesitations like everybody else did. But I know that they are premiering in October of this year and it's pretty much just it the writers and the directors of this are all from Arrow and um, like Glenn Winter is going to be part of it he worked on Smallville he worked on Arrow and the Arrow and Flash combos and then you have Andrew who's the co-creator of Arrow and the Flash and then just the lineup is not a lot of like known uh, actors which mm-hmm. I'm okay with I know a lot of people are kind of the guy from Broadway in the last five years was his name like Jeremy Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so stuff like that. We have Melissa, who's going to be Supergirl, and then we have the one thing I wanted to ask the group is how do they feel about the new? Well, not the new, but James Olsen. Everybody knows Jimmy. Jim, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody knows Jimmy. I know that when when I've watched Superman and Supergirl or anything like that. Jimmy's always been kind of like the sheepish, kind yes, of weird, kind of like, you know, that. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with confidence. I never said that. But I feel like it's weird for me to see this new Jimmy who's kind of just like, hey, girl. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> That's the only thing that stood out to me in the trailer. Yeah. I was just like, who is this? Okay, when you say trailer, guy? do you, you mean pilot? Because no, you watched it? So just the trailer. Just okay. the tra- I haven't yeah, seen it's the like pilot. That first, we, the first look that can, came out. Can we assess who actually watched yeah, this pilot? So, yes, like, yeah, who, go for it. I, I watched go this pilot. It. Who are yeah. the pieces of shit that b- whatever watched it? I got a screener. I don't know what you're talking about. Same. So Send me your screener. I will. Okay. Just don't question where it came from. All right. And I've also seen the trailers. Yeah. And some of which are, have more stuff than the pilot mm-hmm. does. So okay, okay. So you watched this and you no. were irked by it. Well, like, who is this? Like he's supposed to be a, a socially awkward individual. He's like this six foot four. Like his abs are uh, bulging through his shirt. I'm yeah, like, no, I, I like this new gym. No, no, no. There's, again, there's nothing wrong with it. I just, as a person, I know that we always talk about canon and the fans mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, as a person who grew up with this, even seeing like Superman animated and Batman animated, like all that kind of stuff. Jimmy has always been a sheepish, clumsy guy. and But again, I'm okay with it. I just wanted to know what everybody else yeah, thought. But, <laughs> but I also think people can change. Yeah, that's what that's they're totally saying. Fine. Especially if you hang around with Superman... 
for like ever. Yeah. If that if that doesn't but don't change show him, you, but you can't show him. Of course not. We, he can hang but around. That's a different show. Show him on the <laughs> screen. That's it. Well, <laughs> well, let me ask: How do you guys feel about though that we can't see Superman on Supergirl? That they're straight up telling us like he is in this universe, but we are not seeing him. I feel like I'm it, okay with that. Yeah, I'm like okay it. with it because I feel like it's going to. I don't think it's necessarily going to defocus from her, but I would rather just focus on her because everyone's just going to be excited for Superman. Yeah. It'll give her her moment. Yeah, and she I think it's her time. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. I wish that if we were going, like, great, he's in this universe, but he, he shouldn't be interacting with this universe. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's busy. I'm totally fine with we're in a universe where he exists. I don't like the there's a message from your cousin or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Like, I, no. Like, either he's here or he isn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Although, but if you live in a universe where he's there and that's his cousin, we can't, we can't ignore that. He's no. going to email you. He's going <laughs> to cousin's, cousin's contact you. He's going to drop he's a gonna. line. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. I know that there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, cameos and stuff like that for like uh, the original Supergirl. Helen Slater is going to be there. I don't know what role she's playing yet. I have to dive into it a little bit more, but she is going to be in the series. Uh, we do have uh, Lois Lane's younger sister, who's going to be part of there as well. Jenna um, Yeah, she's playing <laughs> Lucy Lane. Um, so I just, everything that I've been seeing so far is definitely, uh, they said that it is not going to be part of the CW, like Arrow or Flash, like that's not being, the stories are not going to. Well, I don't well know it's either. interesting because it was offered to CW and CW passed on it and yeah. CW recently came out and said that they wish that they hadn't passed on it. So so that makes me think that they think this is going to be a good show. Um, it didn't seem like CW wasn't willing to do a crossover. It seemed like CBS really wasn't willing to do a crossover. Mm-hmm. And they said that uh, Super, it's because Supergirl has a wider audience than that, those they, other they shows. Mean, they mean bigger budget. Yeah. Yes. They mean CBS can afford to do Supergirl on at their margins with their risks. And CW can't. Right. So, I mean, they, CBS and CW, it wouldn't be a conflict of interest because it's the same parent company, right. but, you know, well, we'll see if they budge on that. I just know that they said uh, in the Wikipedia that they wanted to keep Supergirl as just Supergirl. Like, CBS wanted to keep it as their own instead of trying to share it with a bunch of other stuff. I mean, that's not a complete direct quote. That's just what I was summarizing. But that's also thing. fair. Yeah. No, I completely Why agree. Why would you want to send people to a network that's not your own network? Yeah. Yeah, I agree So, like I said... And, and a show that doesn't... And also, Supergirl shoots in Los Angeles. Yep. And Arrow and Flash shoot in... Vancouver. Vancouver, right? Yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. So the West I, Coast I get Toronto. it. Okay. Yeah. The West Coast. <laughs> <Toronto>. <laughs> so, so Alexis, talk to us it's about what what is the thing you're most excited about? We got Supergirl um, coming up. I mean, I'm mostly just excited to see how it takes off and how people um, attract to it. I'm excited because this is the. I know that they tried to do Wonder Woman on on TV. That obviously didn't work out. But I'm more excited the fact that we have a female superhero that's pretty well known to a point. And then maybe people that again, I know that people are like, who doesn't know who Supergirl is? There might be people who are out there that you know little girls can look up to now and know the story of Supergirl. And I think that would be the best thing. And also another uh, villain that's going to be in there is also a woman. Her name's Livewire. If you oh, don't know who she is, yes. she's going to be played by Britt Morgan, and she's also going to be part of the show. I'm so, excited. Wonderful. I just feel like it's just going to. I love. I I love, love female my, villains. Exactly. I love female yeah. villains. I love, I mean, I'm wearing my Harley Quinn shirt or dress <laughs> today, but like, it, it's just cool to see. I love my men. I love my superheroes. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of nice to have a female in there that might actually do really well. I agree. You know? I agree. So I'm, I'm really excited for this fall lineup. There's a lot of great shows going on. Um, and then everybody has to know to look forward in 2016 to Preacher, to Legend of Tomorrow, to Lucifer. Um, and of course, DC's got animated series going on as well. Uh, and, 
yes, we have our DC movies coming out too. Yes. And I don't roll my eyes because I'm not excited. I roll them because this is DC movie news and I swear we'll get you your movie news. But I did just take over for TV time and I yes. think it went pretty damn freaking well. Yeah. Um, okay, so another show that I just want to tell you guys about really quick, not a DC show, but a great show that's coming out on Sunday, September 27th. It's a series premiere of ABC's highly anticipated new drama, Quantico. Quantico is where the FBI trains their top recruits. Over 100,000 young people apply and only 1,200 get in. That's not a lot. They're the <laughs> smartest, strongest, and have the best skills. Now they must live and train together under one roof, but everything changes when a massive terrorist attack strikes in America, and the FBI discovers its greatest fear that one of their top Quantico recruits is a terrorist. Which one is behind it all and became a, a traitor? It's an edge-of-your-seat drama with twists after twist after twist. Um... Priyanka Chopra stars in one of the television's top new shows of the fall. Don't miss it. The series of Quantico It's on Sunday, September 27th at 10, 9 central on ABC. It's called Quantico Sunday, September 27th on 10, 9 central at ABC. Uh, sounds really good. So make sure on top of all the DC shows that you are also checking out this show. Um, and that you guys are checking out our after shows on AfterBuzz TV, which is why you, you guys are all experts because yes. you've, you've been hosting these shows over there. So I really appreciate you guys all coming in. In, starting with you, Blake, if people want to keep the conversation going with you, especially about iZombie, where can they find you? Oh, yes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. And thank you so much for having us today. This was so much fun and really exciting to talk about all these shows we love. Thanks yeah. for thanking me. That's so cute. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Moving across Thanks. the table, Michael. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew, Michael E-A-L, and we needed 40 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I'll take over again. No, I'll bring you guys back in. Mid-season. Yeah, yeah. We'll do you it. guys can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F M-A-N-N I'm doing five shows starting next week so I'll be tweeting about those regularly that includes The Muppets Heroes Reborn Gotham Modern Family and this Sunday night Night of Champions wrestling pay-per-view oh yeah (laughs) yeah what's up Um, you can find me online at yell.tv there you'll find all the shows I'm doing here on AfterBuzz including Doctor Who this weekend Um, also I'll be tweeting about it on Twitter and Instagram at yelltegal that's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I and again, you can find me where all Alexis Torres's are sold or in the booth <laughs> at our new studio that's coming up soon uh, at A Torres 890. Don't forget, I do vlogs every week called Hump Day Vlogs. Uh, you can find that at YouTube.com. It's on Wednesdays. <laughs> YouTube.com <laughs> slash A Torres 890. Also, I'm doing a Q&A for all the networks here. So just send me your questions on my YouTube page or Twitter. And again, that's A Torres 890. Awesome. And you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find us everywhere at Popcorn Talk, Popcorn Talk Network. You can find us on Twitter at DC Movie News SK. Uh, and you guys can find us on Facebook and everywhere all, where all DC Movie News are sold. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can find Adam Gertler at Adam Gertler, Johnny LaQuasto at Jay Quasto. They will be uh, back with me, Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. Um, and we will be doing a Sunday show where we're talking about movies. But I have had the best time. Thank you guys so much thank for coming you, on. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. It's time for Roxy Stanley. We did it. Jonathan, I love it. She's fine, I really do. TV time. Thank you guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. 
views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.